Welcome back to Tipsy Tailgate Media. I'm Aiden. I am Ben. And we're here for NFL Week 5. Excited to bring you another pod. Um, we're talking football like usual. Week 5 is coming along. Thursday night football is tonight, but we will be touching on the Sunday games and Monday night football as well. So, first off, we want to say we are presented by Thrive Fantasy, the proud partners of the Jags, the Chargers, but now most importantly, Tipsy Tailgate Media. So go ahead, Obviously. head over to the link in our bio. Easily the, the biggest Obviously. option there. Um, go ahead, head to the link in our bio below um, or thrivefantasy.com and use promo code TIPSY when you sign up. You're going to want to deposit at least $25 into your account, and the lovely people over at Thrive are going to match that 100%. In fact, they're going to match any deposit up to $250 100%. So go ahead, place as much as you want in there with a minimum of 25 and deposit it using promo code TIPSY. As I said, you're going to place a bet on the NFL, the MLB, you know, there's postseason going on as well. Week five NFL, whatever you're feeling the mood for, go ahead, place a bet on that. They give out some of the best payouts in the entire industry. And if you sign up, deposit $25, place your $50 bet, thanks to Thrive, and you lose, you can move on with your day knowing that you did tipsy and your boys at tipsy a favor now if you do win then i feel like at least our experience we've had a great time with thrive so you can go and you can keep playing but the biggest thing to know is you're going to want to go and head over to tipsy tailgate media at instagram uh go ahead and dm us with proof that you placed that 25 dollars bet using code tipsy um before october 15th for to enter into a cash giveaway um, $150 going to be given out over on a giveaway based on the many people that are DMing us on TV tailgate media. So go ahead and head over there. Thrive is live in the available States listed in the description to so go out and check, uh, the link in our bio and enjoy the show because listen, we're, we're having a great time hosting you guys. So, uh, you know, we, we appreciate any support or help that you can, you can go ahead and give us. So Thanks to Thrive, and uh, without further ado, let's get into Week 5 NFL. Uh, the boys stayed hot last week. Benny had a good slate. I went 5-1 and one on picks. Uh, we've just been really hot this year. I mean, the picks have been sensational so far. Um, ben, is there anything you want to say on, on that front? I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, we're clearly the smartest people and most qualified people to do what we do, and you know that's why we do it. So I'm not surprised at all. Not surprised. Yeah, so I mean, you gotta you gotta start taking our picks. I mean, if if you think they're, I mean, if you have solid, a brain cell, if you have a brain cell, sure, sure. If you think they're solid, um, uh, we trust we trust your opinion. But I mean, we think we think we've been hitting on on some pretty Thank solid. Aiden, the proof's in the pudding. <laughs> the proof is there. I we, mean, we, if, we don't think anything. We know. If you're going off numbers, Ben. Uh, I am now 15, 10, and 1 on the year, and you're now 12 and 11. We're both over 500. There you go. Which in betting is anytime you're at or over 500, you're looking pretty good. So there you the go. fact that we're both over is, is a big sign. Uh, and then a real quick Pat's Picks check-in of the week. Ugh. We are both 2 for 2 on predicting the Pat's wins and losses. Um we don't. We're gonna get into the Pats game, and no, uh, it's, no, we can skip that one this week. We can, skip or it. we might skip it because it was. Uh, they're they're gonna lose to Nola. They're gonna lose to Nola. They're gonna lose. Okay, they're, so this they're not winning. So so we're gonna we're gonna touch on that in, in just a second. That'll be the third game we touch on. But we're gonna go ahead and start 
with uh, the Buffalo Bills coming off a huge win over the Dolphins. Jags at Buffalo. Buffalo is uh, five-point favorites there. 48 is the over-under. Um, what do we think here with this game, Ben? Do you like Do you like the Jags to keep it close or to pull this one out, or do you think the Bills will uh, run away with it? I like the Jags. I like the Jags to win this game. As you just said, Buffalo with that huge win over Miami that they had to have, uh, especially given that Miami got off to the hot start that they did, and Buffalo dropping that first game to the Jets, which was just inexcusable on their part uh, for where they want to go. But I'm going to go with the Jags. I think the a common theme with me, Aiden, as you know, is whatever. T- if the talent is somewhat similar and one team needs to win way more, I'm going to go with that team. So I'm going to go with the Jags. Um, it's kind of my formula that's been working for me this year, the team that needs it more. So I'm going to go with the Jags to win this one. I think Trevor's going to have a huge week. Uh, Josh Allen, I think he's due for another stinker. Uh, he's been playing really clean football ever since that Jets game, nearly flawless or just flawless uh, football ever since then. So I think that the Jags are due for a big win, and I think the Bills are due for a, a bit of a dud. Yeah, that's interesting. I, um, you know, this has been one of the games that I've been going back and forth with for, you know, a little bit now, and uh, I can't really lay um, – lay my fingers on on what it is but I, i'm this has been probably one of the hardest games for me to predict on the slate i think what i'm going to say here is five is a decent amount of points usually you're only seeing five in a game where the other team is not good and the jags are a good team with that said I or so know. we think yeah or so we exactly think. Or so, so we think and, and and we expect for them this season but when you're looking at it in my opinion, I think the Jags aren't going to be able to keep up with the scoring that the Bills can keep up with. So it's going to come down to, like you said, Josh Allen and his turnovers. Now, if Allen is playing clean football again, there's a chance that they could, you yeah, know, double this sure. line. They could win for by sure. two two scores, you know? Like, yeah, it definitely is. And, yeah. and I think the key, uh, as we both just said, if you're the Jags, you need Josh Allen to throw at least one pick. At least one. Yeah, you're going to need a forced turnover. And if he throws two, you have to return one to the house. So that's kind of a lot of variables that need to go Jacksonville's way. But then again, it's Josh Allen who hasn't had an ugly throw in seemingly three weeks. And he's usually due for far more than that within a three-week span. So uh, I say we see a few of them this weekend. Yeah, so if I had to go ahead and pick this game, I'm not super confident. But I'm going to go ahead and say the Bills are going to win this game. I, uh, I'm not going to take the points there. I don't think they win by five. I think it's a close game. Um, I think there's potential that they, they do win by by upwards of 10, the Bills. Um, I just, you know, I want to believe in the Jags so much, but I just want them to show me, like, their At dominance. At this point, what have like, they shown you? Like, they, yeah, they haven't shown it yet. I want to see, like, a three-week consistent, like, that's a good win. That's a good win. That's a good win. And then I'll start believing fully because I want to believe in this team. But I feel like once I get too high on them, they they have a bad loss, you know? Like, But, I mean, so. hey, it's not dissimilar from last year. Every time they would show a flash here and there. I, I think people forget yeah. that they did go 9-8. and eight. It's not like they went 11-6 and six and then steamrolled through the playoffs. They did go 9-8, and eight, made it in. Mm-hmm. 
and then nearly got blown out in their first playoff game before that miraculous win. So maybe that's what this Jaguars team is. Maybe they are up and down. Maybe they're not the most consistent club, but they still have the high-end talent that can pop up out of nowhere. See, now now what is it, though? Is it is it the playmakers of the Jags? Is it the uh, trenches or uh, and the defense? Or is it Trevor Lawrence? Like, what's holding back this team from getting to the next level? Because the defense, I don't think, has been that bad. I know Trayvon Walker seems like he's I mean, a missed number one pick. Um, he's just not getting the pressure that you want out of you know former number one pick. But I, uh, I don't. I mean, what do you think this is? I, I mean, I don't think Trevor's been as good as, it, as he could be. Is it know? a cop out to say it's all of it? I mean, no. I, I, I think it's possible. Yeah, I think every position or every high level elite position that you think they would have isn't as consistent as they need to be to be a 12 and five team, which is what a lot of people were picking them to be between 11 and 12 wins and go on a deep playoff run. Maybe it's that they're too young. They're just not ready for it. Or maybe they are just an inconsistent group. And listen, we've seen this before with Doug Peterson. Was he always unreal in Philadelphia? No, no. The year after they won the Super Bowl, they went nine and eight or nine and seven rather. Yeah. So it's not like Doug Peterson has this reputation for being That's a good point. the most yeah. full-blown, consistent, we're going to go 11-5, and 11-6 every single year. It's not what he's been, and it's not what the Jags have been. So maybe we did screw up our expectations of them a little bit. It's a good point. Uh, this, this is a big game for them, a big game. Uh, let's go on to this next one. Giants at Miami. They're going against the Dolphins here. Dolphins are 11-point favorites. Uh, yeah. 48 and a half is the over under the giants look really bad, man. Like yeah. so bad that it, that like an in season change somewhere like is pretty, like pretty well, obviously going to happen. I, yeah. It's not going to be Dable. It, it won't be Dable. I mean, it, it could be on the defensive side. It could be, um, it could be on the offensive side. I it's mean, it's not going to be Daniel it, Jones it, either. It could be, I mean, it, who knows? It's, I mean, it could be a, a management thing. I mean, the O line that they put together, I mean, I don't know how you felt confident at this O-line and at some point for it to come into the season and, and be this tragic. Like, yeah, like how did you horrible. go into a season – At least something must have went wrong. Like, you know, something had to have went wrong where they thought they had enough pieces on the O-line to make a, you know, a decent well, run at the playoffs I mean, this year. One of the one of their highest draft picks from the past few years was supposed to be their best O-lineman. And he stinks. Not to pile on to Evan Neal, he stinks. He isn't good. Uh, some of the some of his lowlights from last week were flat out embarrassing. Yeah, like so embarrassing. Was he had he, no clue what he was doing. No that, clue. I, I'm not sure if it was him. I, I think it might have been him. Was it? Did you see the clip when when he blocked his own? Yeah, it was him. Yeah, yeah, that was him, right? That he blocked. His I believe own he blocked player. his own running back or tight end. Something he, like, like that. Blocked him off a block that led to the sack. It was unbelievable. It, it was so embarrassing to yeah. watch. I got secondhand embarrassment from watching him play in that game. And then, you know, he you see him after he's chirping Giants fans. He's chirping people who are saying that he's not playing well. Let's have a little bit of self-awareness and a little bit of accountability. Well, You're not uh, good. Yeah. You're uh, not well, a good football player. Agreed, agreed. And and the thing that really stood out was, um, you know, you play that bad, you got to expect some type of kickback on it. But, Especially but the given biggest, the context. Yeah, exactly. You're a high pick in yeah. New York. For the Giants. And the biggest thing was he said 
he went on and he called his uh the, the Giants fans people yeah. that were giving him hate. He was like, yeah. "What are you doing? What is your job? Your sheep?" He said, "He said yeah. the lion doesn't listen to the sheep or something like that." So yeah. like the people that are paying your bills, pretty much the people Literally. that are going and watching you and putting exactly. money in your pockets, you're call you're you're gonna disrespect them. I mean, yeah, I, I've really never understood that. It's a bad from- look. A player's perspective. I understand that fans go too far. It, it's the famous yeah. line from Colin Coward: "Fan is short for fanatic. They're an irrational, emotional group of people who love their team, and deep down, they love you. And the reason that they're so upset with you is because they love you so much, and they feel like you've betrayed them with the way you're playing. That's how bad you've been. Put it in that context, Evan Neal. You have been so bad that those diehard fans." feel betrayed by you you've been that bad yeah no it's uh it's an interesting situation over there in new york and um you know one that i can't really see getting much better i mean unless daniel where, jones where do they go where somehow, do they go yeah like i don't know what happened i mean saquon, i really don't see where saquon they go could, saquon could is gonna help but the thing is you how, need, how much how much longer is gonna be healthy yeah, exactly i mean health is one thing that i've always preached with saquon and then the other thing is you know, he – no running back is O-line proof. There's no running right. back that you could just give with a, a terrible O-line and they're going to give you good games. It's, it's impossible. You need you need open – You need some sort of blocking. You yeah, need exactly. Something. You need protection. Uh, and, and, you know, he can go and get as many two-yard out routes or uh, flat routes and checkdowns as he wants. But, you know, all that's doing is, you know, it's been getting him hurt. It's been getting him, you know, six catches for – 25 yards like that's not gonna do anything that's not what your star running backs for so right i i really don't think his addition is gonna make all of the difference for them it's it's deeper than just that but let's let's get into this game what do we think here dolphins are 11 point favorites 48 and a half the over under i'm almost considering going over 48 and a half because i think the dolphins might drop a 40 piece but i haven't made my decision yet what do you think oh, i'm taking the over and the dolphins are gonna cover yeah I think both of those hit. I think you, you just said it. I think Miami's going to drop 45 on them in this game. And then the Giants, what, get two crappy-ass touchdowns, make it a 31-point yeah. I mean, game. The, They're going to get yeah. slaughtered. The Giants are going to get destroyed in this game. Yeah, the one thing is just I don't – and it's almost disrespectful. I don't trust the Giants enough to – Score points to get yeah, the over. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's either the Dolphins do it themselves, uh, you, or it's... you saw them do it against the Cowboys. They lost forty to zero. I mean, what's their what's their what's that stat I saw where it, what was it first quarters or first halves? They they scored like what three points all? Of, was yeah. it some crazy like that? It was, it was that? something where they've scored like three or ten, and what they've had like oh my god, a hundred dropped on them in the first half, something like that. So bad, yeah. Like <sighs> something's going on there. Uh... It's not table. It's not Dable. It I mean, can't be. have you ever seen a coach of the year and then from coach of the year to like potentially like being talked about being the issue? Like this is, you know, is it, there I'm, any... I'm really happy that you posted that clip the other. Okay. In saying this, in saying this, I'm not putting Monday night completely on Daniel Jones because he got sacked 10 times. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? There you got sacked 10 effect. times. But we did say. He's not the kind of quarterback that you give 45 mil. He's not that guy. No. You don't do that. You're taking away from assets that you can add to the team. He's the kind of guy that needs assets on his team to find the success 
that he wants to. Yep. And and look what's, look what's happening. Look yeah. what's happened. So, yeah, we were right about that one for sure. Completely agree. Another tipsy uh, check mark right there. Uh, off to this next one. We got a good one here, Benny. You ready? Saints, no. Patriots. No. Saints are heading to Foxborough. And they're going to be going up. Um, right now, see, the, the line's been interesting. So the line that I have here is Patriots are one-point underdogs. Let me go check the live one it should right be now 15 because, underdogs. <laughs> no, because I know there has been a lot of line moving on this one, Ben, and I don't know if you'd be surprised or not. Um, let me, let me see what this line's you, at right now. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, they guess are, it. Are, we, are we favorites or underdogs? I will guess underdogs. Yeah, so we are one-point underdogs. Um, what I had was right. One-point underdogs at home to the Saints, 39 the over-under. Isn't that embarrassing? Isn't it's... that embarrassing? You're home. You're home against the New Orleans Aints. And you're an underdog. How, how much have you fallen for that to be the case? How bad are you for that to be the case? This yeah. team has no talent. They have no talent. With Judon and Gonzalez getting hurt, they have no high-end talent. None whatsoever. I've I've always said I'm a big Mac Jones fan. Aiden, have you ever heard me put in the word elite with Mac Jones? No. 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 He's good. He's very good. When he's playing well, he's very good. He's not a high-end talent quarterback. Hunter Henry, you've heard me talk about him. Have I ever said elite about Hunter Henry? No. 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 That's not high in talent. The O-line. This is the worst O-line I have ever seen in New England in my 22 years of living. They stink. They stink. They can't block. Ramondre Stevenson is a good running back, and he can't get anywhere past one yard. That's not on him. It's not his burst. It's not his speed. It's not his power. It's the O-line. The O-line can't block. They can't block for Mac. They can't block for Madre. They have no receiver talent. None. None. Kendrick Bourne has disappeared since Philadelphia. Disappeared since that game. Mike Gesicki has been their, like, second best player on offense behind Hunter Henry. And I think he has, what, nine combined catches from all the games? So there's that. Christian Gonzalez, out for the season. Out for the season. Easily your best young player. Was probably your second best player so far. Matt Judon, your bar none most talented and best player. He's out for two months. Okay, that's that's good. That's really fun. That's awesome. Bill Belichick, where you been? Where you been, Bill? Where you been? Sunday against Dallas, it wasn't even, the team looked awful. It was horribly coached and horribly managed. And I know you can say, well, Mac turned the ball over three times. Sure, he did. He did. Did you feel confidence? Did you feel confident once during that game? No. No, you didn't. Because they have no talent. The Dallas Cowboys have a lot of talent. And Bill Belichick thinks he's coaching a league where he can outsmart talent. You can't do that anymore. It's not how the league works. The league's been trending that way for six years now. He's able to cover it up a little bit for the first four years of that. Last two, no way. Couldn't do it. 
has no talent, doesn't spend money on talent, doesn't add offensive talent. The, the main problem with this team is talent. I've said it a million times, and I'm going to say it again. They have no fucking talent at all, anywhere. No speed, really no youth, especially with Gonzalez out. You trade for J.C. Jackson, okay. Is he going to turn into J.C. Jackson from three years ago? No. No, he's not. You've ruined Mac Jones with Matt Patricia as his OC. Season's over. This team sucks. They're going to lose by 14 this week. They're bad. They're a bad team. They're bad. They're bad. There's What else do you want me to say? They're not good. They're not a good team. They're really not. What do you look at on that team and say, wow, that's good. They got something there. No, I mean, you're right. You're you're right on, on, on a lot of, of what you just said there. Um, the things that I will – the thing that I will say here is – is one with the O-line here. Like, there were expectations of this line being pretty solid going into the year. Obviously, Isaiah Wynn is gone. Um, you know, you've got you got starters from the left to right side that are either have done good things for us in the past or have, or have been doing good things for us recently, you know, through and through. And if each of them were healthy – you know, there was an idea of, okay, we could have a good, sensible O-line. And it's just not – it's not been the case. We haven't been able to pass block. We haven't been able to run block. And uh, I think for this offense, rush – the rush attack is the most important thing to start out. Because yeah. if Ramondre is not cooking, if – No you one know, is. Exactly. You know, if, if we're not – if we're not getting the play-action game going through the run – there's no offense here. Um, I mean, the, one of the biggest things with, you know, our receivers, I, I feel, is, you know, a lot of them have some big playability, but they can't go up and make a 50-50 catch. They can't, no. ca- they can't make a play in, in no. coverage. So the reason why the reason why play action is so important with us is because it gives them a couple of feet of separation. It gives them a yard yep. of separation here or there. If there's no separation, these guys are not going to go ahead and make plays. And listen, I love Kendrick Bourne, and I think he's got all the talent in the world. But as as a as a wide receiver too, you know, like if he's going out yeah. there getting getting covered by Sauce Gardner, I'm sorry, like he'll put up yeah. three catches for for thirty or something. He's not going to give you a Stephon Diggs performance exactly. Like nothing more than that. And, and, but if you do open it up with a play action with with different schemes and plays um i think he's a guy that that's a perfect two for for a team you know yeah i i agree i agree i think hedrick Bourne could be a number two receiver on a legit contender yeah like agreed 100 with, with, with the correct use and yeah and and you know granted he's had some mistakes but he's young and he's an undrafted rookie uh pop D- douglas demario douglas I think he's got some talent with him. He's he's he fast does. and he's sparky. The consistency is consistency, not there with him. I, I don't think we're using him. I don't think we're him. using him in the best way. You know, one thing I'd really love for us, you know, maybe it's too late now, but next year, next season, let's get some speed. All right, let's get some more speed at receiver. Well, Aiden, let's get some well, shifty guys and let's put you... the, let's put them in motion. All right, let's get an innovative mind in that offensive room and let's put them in motion. Let's have well, them run around a little bit. Give us some Tyreek run. Um, two problems. Route, route looks. 
You're gonna turn over coordinator again? No, no, I not turn over coordinator. I'm thinking, you know, get some fresh blood in there. Whether it's a QB coach that's young, whether it's a receiver coach that that wants to get up, get him up there and and have him be like a quality control My guy thing is, or something. I really, you know, some input there. I really don't. I know Bill O'Brien is not the problem. He's not, and I'm not saying that you are saying that. I'm saying that's why it's so goddamn concerning. It just shows that you have no good players. These yeah. play calls are not bad. They're good. They're good play calls. Nearly 90% of the stuff he does, I'm like, that makes sense. That has rationale to it. That makes sense for this moment. Good play call. No one executes. No one. Not a single person executes outside of... Hunter Henry, who's like, what the ninth best tight end in the league, just off the top of my, off the top of my head, like that's your best weapon, the ninth best tight end, like really, that's what you're gonna give your quarterback who you screwed over last year with a DC who wasn't even a good DC as the offensive coordinator who, for the first time, another thing that was wildly concerning, for the first time in watching Mac. A lot of his picks were, oh, well, you know, he just didn't have the arm to get it there. He just didn't have the arm strength to put it in that spot. He just missed that one. Last week, two horrible reads. Horrible. Yeah. Two reads that I, I never mean, thought we'd see him make. I mean, I don't know if you saw the analysis of, like, Edelman breaking down his cross-field cross throws, cross-body, cross-field, did it the one time, got away with it. What two plays later? He's like, "Oh, if it worked, let me try it again." Yep. I mean, you know, we've got to be, we've got to be like, it's disappointing. It really is. And I thought we were gonna have um some some really bright spots this year, and it looked I like too. we were after that Eagles too. game. It looked like we were gonna be a competitive. It looked team. like they were actually building to something, even if they didn't make the playoffs. It was gonna be yeah. like, oh, okay, they'll go like seven and ten at at bare minimum. And look like, oh, they could make a leap into next season. Yeah. At this point, I understand it's only week four, and the NFL is the biggest overreaction sport in the league. Four weeks in, if you're Robert Kraft and you're looking at it rationally, you're saying, okay, I'm likely looking for a new quarterback, and I'm likely looking for a new head coach. So where do you go? (laughs) Honestly, where do you go from there? You need a complete turnover on roster you need to start from scratch this team sucks well well, there's nothing good about it no no bright spots on the roster right now none with judon being out and gonzalez being out no not at all not at all i i honestly i think i think one of the biggest things here is that we never fully committed to all right like we're in a rebuild post brady Mm -hmm. we were always trying to be just trying to put a band-aid over it trying to put some duct tape over over the leak in the boat exactly and 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 now it's exposed yeah we've had some decent pieces you know like i i I think kyle duggar is great i think gonzalez is great i i I like i love that draft pick uche's great was a great signing uche's great players on the team but but i i agree no i i completely agree i i think that we never fully commit to like all right we have to rebuild this team in a way so we never got a super high pick you know when we they never, took Mac. we never traded for extra we never traded a a, a top like a, a good player yeah. for picks you right. know 
Like, like that's a huge part of the rebuild because you need high picks. You right. really do. You need high picks. You need capital. And, and I we was, never had that. I was just going to say, once you picked Mac and you made the playoffs that first year, right away you make the decision of, well, we're not going to rebuild the roster because we just made the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. Who knows where we could go from here? At that moment, you trade capital, draft capital, to get him a number one receiver. Because when your older roster inevitably erodes, you need that quarterback to be elite. Yeah. And what's the way we see developing quarterbacks isn't the same now as it used to be 10, 15 years ago. Now you find a quarterback with some promise, throw in a number one receiver, and you have a franchise quarterback. That's how the league is now. That's yeah. how it goes. Uh-huh. Bonafide number one will will cover a lot of your problems nowadays. And and they and they didn't do that. They had to decide right and away when they first drafted him. We're rebuilding right now, and we're going to give this like and, four years to build yeah. something. And they and, said no. We're just going to add this young QB and in, how many, and then they didn't improve. How many receivers did we have the chance to grab? Oh my recent God. times. I mean, like well, we one pick off of Justin Jefferson. Well, if you want to include, if we, you want to include draft picks along yeah, with mean, receivers, you could have traded for, which is what I thought you meant. There's like so 25. Many, I mean, even this past honestly. year, even this past year, I mean, there, there are guys that are sitting there. It's like JSN, like Jackson Smith and Jigba. You go get him, you know, he could be max number one guy. Well, even no. Like and in, I love even I love guy, Christian Gonzalez, but in general, was, it's even a guy like Christian Watson was there when you take Cole Strange, Romeo Dobbs. I mean, like there are guys that so fall many options that you just didn't take, and, and it's we get Tyquan Thornton, ass. and the guy can't even fucking get on the field. He stinks. He sucks. He can't even get on He's the fucking field. Like how many times do we have to draft a guy that that can't make it to the field or make a catch on the field. Like and Aiden, look at the Eagles. Like at least draft a serviceable guy. Like, look at the Eagles. What the fuck? Eagles miss on receiver in the draft. 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 What do they do? Go trade for a guy. You go trade for a guy. You go make your own luck. It's not wait for a guy to fall to you. It's oh, this is a problem on our team. Let's be aggressive. Let's address this with a commodity that we know is good and fix it from there. I'm I'm so done with the Pats at this moment. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. All right. Well, with all that said, um, just to, to skew from, from our weekly Patriot pick-ems, I'm going to go with a Patriots win, a gutsy win over the Saints somehow after all that shit talking. No. Um, no, I'm gonna go I'm... ahead and, and take us to 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 win this one, and uh, and so we have a little bit of a difference here. Saints for, twenty-seven, uh, Pats total. thirteen. Book it. Saints right, twenty-seven, I mean, Pats thirteen. You might as well throw a bet on on that exact score because if now if it hits, you feel like an asshole. <laughs> Fuck them. They they stink. <laughs> they stink. And I love Mac. You know I love Mac, and I've been very, I've been very loyal to Mac. But when I'm questioning whether you're the guy. It's not, that, yeah. That was uh, not a good sign. Yeah, I, I agree. That was uh, that was a wake up performance for everyone. That was really bad. That yeah. was really bad. Yeah, I I completely agree. You know, it's it's. I'm the guy that defended him when they lost forty seven to seventeen in the playoffs to Buffalo. 
which I th- I still think is warranted. He didn't play poorly in that game. They just got destroyed. Like, what was he going to do? But that game against fucking Dallas on Sunday, boy, his fingerprints were all over that one. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's it's been just bad after bad, multiple different showings of it, and it's it's not a good team. They're not a good team. They're not good. They're not good. We were wrong. They're not good. Okay, so off to this next game, we're going to go ahead and talk on the Jets going to Denver against the Broncos here. Two and a half point favorites are the Broncos. 43 and a half is the line. I mean, the Jets Jets getting two and a half points is not bad here. Um, that's that's something that I'm a little intrigued with. Just off that defense, you know, what do you think? I don't care. I don't care about this game. <laughs> you don't want to talk Jets? I... I, I I don't know. I'm a little upset about the Pats still. But uh I'll go I'll go with Denver cuz I don't want the Jets to win. Cuz fuck them. He's like depressed so. right now. <laughs> <laughs> we should have waited for the Pats at the end of the show. Yeah, we should have. Um, uh no, but yeah, I don't blame I'll you. go I'll go Denver. I'll go Denver winning by a touchdown in this game. Okay, uh, next game, we're going Panthers at Lions. Well, actually, real quick, I'm going to go Jets on this one. I think Jets plus two and a half is a little is, is something that's interesting. I, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to take it myself, but that's definitely one that I'm exploring. Uh, to this next one, Panthers at Lions. The Lions are home, 10-point favorites at home. 44 and a half is the over-under. The Lions have looked phenomenal this year. They have. Um, they, are, they have. They are you know, right there with me for the – Chargers, Jags, Lions, in terms of the three teams that I mm-hmm. think could take that jump to seriously mm-hmm. be a Super Bowl, you know, contender this year. And uh, and so far, it looks like the Lions are the only one that really sh- are showing the dominance of, I guess, what the Eagles did last year, you know, for comparison, you know. So it's that's one of those things that is um, we're going to have to monitor throughout the season a little bit if they stay like they're they're playing they're playing like they they're staying you know together. They're staying hot. You know, CJ Gardner Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. their safety, their new acquisition has been hurt. He got hurt uh, two weeks ago, I believe, and uh, they're still playing great. So I got you got to give them yeah. the credit. The mm-hmm. Lions look good. Um, ten points is a lot. I don't know if I want to take the ten points, but I'm gonna t- take the Lions money line here. Uh, I I think this I think they're a wagon baby. Yeah, they're good. They're good, and I think. I'm a big I'm a big fan of the mantra of there is no small game in the NFL. Every week's a big game. Yeah. Every week's a big game. And there's a storyline that comes out of every single game. If you're the Lions, weirdly enough, you have a chance to assert yourself as a great team in this game. What do great teams do against bad teams? They fucking kill them. And if you they go cover. out there, if you go out there exactly, if you go out there <laughs> And you kick their ass, it's like, all right, yeah, they're for real. They didn't take them lightly. They're 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 not taking any prisoners this year. They're they're going after everyone. They don't care who you are, where you are in the standings. They're gonna get the job done. So I think this is a big week for Detroit. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. Um, I I love I love how everything's panning out for the for the Lions. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, off to this next one. Let's go ahead and and talk about this Packers heading over to Vegas. Uh, Vegas is one point underdogs, which again 
interests me. I don't know. We're gonna let me get to it in a second. Forty five is the over under. I don't know if there's something here with Vegas being a fan of the Vegas team. Do you know what I'm saying here? Yeah, I because I, these lines have been fucking ridiculous. No, I think I think the Packers could win this game by two scores. Agreed. I really do. And I, I think mean, the Packers are far better than and I think than the Vegas. Be, I think the best example was. I mean, it's even less of an the example. Steelers this, game was but a the Steelers joke. game. Steelers I mean, game was a joke. That why? Why are these? Why are these Vegas odd makers or or AI like algorithm systems that are making these Vegas lines? Why are they like fans of the Raiders? <laughs> like, it has this is to crazy. Be, it has to be that they want more people to put money on on Vegas. It has to be what it is. That's that's the only explanation bad, I can think of. It's not a bad explanation. I mean, it's the only thing I think of because they're not good. They're not a good team. They're really not. The Packers are better, I think far better, uh, than Vegas is. I thought the Steelers, or we know the Steelers, are better than Vegas. So I don't know why they're in essentially these pickums against teams that they're not in the same stratosphere as. So I yeah. don't I really don't get it. And I do want to say some something real quick. Obviously the whole Chandler Jones thing that's been going on. Very sad. Um but a lot more has come out with the Josh McDaniels thing where oh, not really? just him. Well, not it's, there's been a lot of stuff. There's been a video circulating of Raiders fans walking past, uh, um, I saw that of the I owner's booth and they were like fire McDaniels, fire McDaniels. Yep. And he starts yelling at them. It was pretty yeah, funny video actually. Um, but then there's also been a couple different things. Uh, let me try to remember this, right? I think a couple of players have liked, um, a couple of active players, the cornerback they just got, uh, Marcus Peters, I believe, mm-hmm. he liked a tweet saying, you know, you got to fire McDaniels or whatever. There's been a lot of stuff about McDaniels having to go, and it seems like he might be the first coach out this season, like with everything going on. And then on top of that, I think Chandler Jones just got his like access to his Twitter back today, whatever it is. I know he got arrested. I, I'm guessing he's out now. But whatever it is, and he kept on tweeting today something about along the lines of now he can't wait. He, he just found out that he actually got released from the Raiders like just now, and he can't wait to like expose McDaniels. So like this whole thing is going to get ugly if it's not a reg- already an ugly situation. And, you know, you just have to hope everyone in it is all right and, and nothing is, you know, crazy that's being, mm-hmm. you know, coming out here. But with that said, I mean, it, it looks like Josh McDaniels – might be one of the first coaches to go. I mean, if it's what McDaniel's, uh, Iberflus. I mean, who else are we looking at? Uh, I, mean, I mean, those are those, those are probably are the two, the two off I'm the missing top of my one. Head. Yeah, like you can't you can't get rid of Dable. I don't think he's the issue. Like Bill's not are, getting fired mid season. Yeah, like you know exactly. There's there's no way out of respect even. Um, but yeah, so like who know? Either way, let's get back to it. Packers. I think they win. I think they cover. I think they dominate. Yeah. Um, give me that. And I also want to say, I don't fucking like Jimmy G. All right. I know he didn't play. <laughs> oh I think they should play. That was aggressive. I think they should play <laughs> Aiden O'Connell for the rest of the year. And it's not because I think Aiden O'Connell is the answer. It's because I don't fucking think Jimmy G's good. All right. And you might I'm as well sorry. see what you have. You might as well see you might as well you see have what you anything. Have. Yeah. You might as well see what you have. You, you see what you have. Nothing happens. Whatever. JC Jackson becomes a number one corner. The Patriots start playing good. We trade for Devontae Adams and then we find ourselves in the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> No, I. Let's I'm get at back the to... point with the Pats. If they won the Super Bowl, I wouldn't even be happy. 
the point of no return? Is that what this is called? They're, they're just bad. They're just bad. It yeah, would feel I... like it would feel like, well, you don't deserve this. It's like it would be like you know when you're doing a uh, like like a maze on like a piece yeah, of paper yeah, and you yeah, like, yeah, draw yeah. through it. It would be like Bill just took a sharpie and went right through the whole thing and just to the end. <laughs> Whereas like you didn't deserve to get where you went. Shortcut. Like you just you got there. But did you I'll, deserve I'll it? Take it though. <laughs> no. Will I take it? Sure. Sure. It's but uh no. I, I hate them. I hate them. Yeah, I um. I hate yeah. them. <laughs> it's a rough time to be a Pats fan, but but yeah, I, I just wanted to get that out on Jimmy G. I um. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think it's laughable that you got a contract. I knew, I knew you were like a that. big but laughable. Wow. I think it's laughable. I knew you were a big. I mean, fan, what can the guy do? I mean, it's not Jesus. like he's just he's all right. First of all, he does not have a great deep ball arm. Second of no. all, his he gets hurt more than anyone I know in yeah, the sport. He, that okay? is true. That, the third thing true. here is that's not like he's freaking Brock Purdy accurate, you know, and that's not a crazy thing. That, Brock no, Purdy accurate. That's not like uh... I'm saying Drew, B, Drew Brees accurate. He is not even as accurate as Brock Purdy because you go in and you see Purdy going, and Purdy does what Jimmy G couldn't do or not yeah. couldn't do, but more effectively. And, you know, I get it. He wants a Super Bowl. Okay, he is essentially a, a better Jimmy G. Brock yeah, I mean, he's, exactly, he's a better Jimmy G, or, or maybe the guy just sucks. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Um, I, I, I don't, don't think, know why okay. I picked Jimmy G. I think on today, but I think Jimmy's. I whenever someone is talking about Jimmy, I just I'm like Jimmy's Jimmy. Like you, you know what you're gonna get out of Jimmy Garoppolo. Is it gonna be great? No. Is it gonna be the worst football you've ever seen? No. But is yeah. he good? Eh. He's Jimmy. He's, he's just he's, Jimmy. He's serviceable. He's a he's a he's a bridge guy. I, I look at him in the same light as I look at like a Teddy Bridgewater, but I look at him a little bit higher. He's better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I look at him a he's little bit better. higher for sure. Um, I, I view him. He, I think he. I think he could be a guy that bounces around as like a Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick type. He, later I think in his he's career. better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't. No, I don't no. think that's a hot take at all. That no, he's better than I, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I'd, I'd probably put them pretty close together. I, I'd probably say Jimmy just because of his you know playoff experience, but. He also, um, I mean, before he got given, he was on great teams before he got to Vegas. All he was doing was winning. All he did was oh, win. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I think, I think the ability to win is huge, but I don't think he is, you know, I don't think he's even a top three reason why a team is right. going to win. I think he's just guiding Jimmy, them along. Jimmy or Mac on the Pats right now? Who would I want? Who would you rather have? Um, This season, not going into the future. Just for right now. Just for right now, who do you think wins more games? I'd probably well, honestly, for that, I'd probably divert to the um, the less mistake, more experienced quarterback. Probably, I'd probably go Jimmy, but I don't think it's it's not like one's giving I think it's you close. a great deep ball. It's not the like only, one's giving you a rushing attack. The like, only reason, yeah, the only reason I brought that up was I it's think a good point, it's though. damn near identical. Very the, close. The results, I think it's identical. Very close. Um, and then real quick, because this game is almost starting. Uh, commander's owner, Josh Harris, he's in attendance, obviously for this big game. Do you think he has another, did you see the handshake blunder first week? No, 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 no. The, the first week of the season where, where oh, yes. he's in the booth yes. and he goes yes. to like shake yes. Joe, Bu- yes. Joe Bucks in like yes. the handshake zone and, and yeah. he goes in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so yes or no, does, does that happen tonight? Does he, uh, does he call for that again? <laughs> I think he's learned his lesson. Okay, good. good. I think he's learned good for Josh. Okay, maybe onto this. they uh, maybe they try to make up for it. They should, you know, what they should do. They should do it again, 
but like this time it's like staged. Like they know like they yeah. set it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The internet would go crazy. Um either way, the, the Reds get or the whew, the commanders unis look real nice right now. Um okay, off to this next game. Chiefs at Vikings going over to Minnesota. The uh roaring Minnesota. Now that the Oh twins yeah, what are, a game this will be. Well, now that the twins are playing Unreal, maybe the Vikings are gonna have that home field. Uh, effect four and a half is the um, line. The Vikings are at four and a half underdogs. Fifty three is the over under in this one. What do you think here? Because I've heard some people that are that are leaning Vikings covering here. What do you think? What's the line again? Four and a half underdogs for Vikings. Hmm. I'll take the Chiefs to. Beat that. I'll take the Chiefs to cover. Okay. Um, this game is interesting. I, I'm not particularly on one side or the other. I do think that the Chiefs have to figure something out, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went and grabbed a receiver within the next three or four weeks. Or what yeah, they, is, they can, is they can take Juju back. Yeah, oh, please take Juju. We'd if they pay, want Juju I, back, I'd pay they him can have to take him. him. Um, but, but no, I, I could really see them grabbing a receiver because it, it seems like they haven't you know, they're, they're making up for losing Tyree. No, I agree. It's, I agree. it's worked. It's worked at times. Um, now that Kelsey is, you know, aging in a little bit and, you know, maybe yeah. not going to be as willing to put his body on the line. Yeah, it feels like it's gotten to the point where it feels like the Colts did in, like, 2010 when Dallas Clark was older and, like, Marvin Harrison was already gone for a couple of years. And they kind of, like, they patched it together with, like, Reggie. Don't get me wrong. The Chiefs don't have a Reggie Wayne. But it's starting to feel like that where the offense, it's not getting stale, but it's getting a little predictable. It's yes. getting a little bit predictable. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, that's a great point. I mean, and and just think about it. I don't know what it takes at this point, maybe a first and an extra year second, who knows, for Devontae Adams um, or, or someone of that sort. You add Devontae Adams to this team, they, they go from, you know, oh, the Chiefs still like that to – there's why even play out the rest of the year it mm-hmm. seems like um but yeah so so this game's interesting in particular you know i i'm not going to touch any lines here i'm just going to say chiefs are going to win this game i i don't feel particularly great i think um, the chiefs had a good lesson learning win last week against the jets where it was yeah, like i mean and well mahomes yeah. really in particular really mahomes yeah, I mean, you need, he you didn't need play to get, well. you need to get humbled occasionally and, yeah. and that was a good humbling and then he comes back against what should be a dreadful Vikings defense. So, I mean, I could see him putting he up the He should rip them apart this yeah. week. If um, they don't rip them yeah. apart, then your point of needing a receiver, which I agree with 100%, it becomes even more amplified. If they're not yeah. able to rip apart the Vikings defense, that stinks. Yeah. Then it's like, damn, we yep. really need a receiver in here. Okay, next game, uh, Texans-Falcons. I actually like this game. This is a game that I think – I think the Texans – I think, man, I think they're good. I, the I Texans like win again. Got. I I think the Texans win again, mostly and, yeah. because they think Atlanta stinks. I think Atlanta. You don't like Atlanta? Is I think really I was going to say I think Atlanta's solid. I think the biggest. I think the biggest thing there is that, um, you know, you got to figure out quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's that's number one with them. Mm-hmm. But I think number two is, like, if they had. I don't know. I think they're a team that's very close to being a dangerous team. I think. Well, they if, could be a quarterback away. Oh my god! They yeah, could be I, I mean, team, I think yeah. if if they move around some, and and I think they have to keep Kyle Pitts though in order for that to happen because he is a type of guy that could be the generational talent to Kyle the dynasty. Pitts is nasty, 
and they yeah, I mean, don't use him. Exactly. Unless, are we wrong? Is he not good? I don't know. No. I mean, who knows? No, like, because you literally see plays where he's open by five, ten yards, and they don't no. get him the ball. So, yeah. if you agreed. put Kirk okay. Cousins, if you put a guy like Kirk Cousins on Atlanta, Kyle Pitts will be getting a thousand-yard season. I mean, you know what? Just it just sound it just works so beautifully to, to like ready. You ready for this one? Shadur Sanders. Wow. Somehow they convince him to go to the draft this year and leave his his best friend um, Travis Hunter at Colorado. Going to Atlanta, following in your father's footsteps, and being the quarterback of a team that has mm-hmm. two. Three good running backs, including Cordero Patterson, right. who's and everything. They call him a joker. That's his position title. Right. You've got Drake London. You've got um, – I mean, you got some good guys. Uh, Matt Collins. Yeah, they, they've right. got some good guys. you got Kyle Pitts, Jonu Smith, who looks like the Jonu Smith that we expected the Patriots to get. Um, you know, and the defense, you know, they added pieces. Jesse Bates is great. I think if you go ahead and you grab a – you grab a quarterback like that in the draft that could be nice, whether it's him, whether it's um, a Drake May, whether it's any other quarterback that's expected to go in. This is one of the best draft classes for quarterbacks this that we've ever seen. This is a phenomenal draft. Exactly. You draft take your pick at that. Which makes yeah. me think, too, I love the theory, and I think it would be unreal if Shador ended up with Atlanta. I think he needs another year. I think that would help him a lot. I think, yeah, I think logistically, I don't think he leaves because because him and Travis Hunter have done everything together right. so far. Right. To leave Travis Hunter in college with a different quarterback, I, don't, I can't see it happening. But the storyline would be great. It would be awesome. It would be awesome, especially as you said, the team that drafted his dad and yeah. uh, how well, cool yeah. that would be. So yeah, well, well, what they could do is, um, I mean, I think. From the Falcon standpoint, I think they got to grab a pass rusher. You grab a pass rusher, and then you get a bridge quarterback for a year. You know, see how see where that takes you, and then you work. I mean, maybe you grab Jimmy G as as the bridge guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, who knows what's happening anymore? Maybe I mean, get maybe, Mac is your bridge guy. Well, what if the what if the Bears have the first and second overall pick? And all right, wait. I do want to touch on this for a second. I think there's a chance here that everyone's killing killing the Bears here, right? Okay. I think there's a chance that next year they win their division. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds insane, but if they could figure out everything that's happening with the coaching staff and would that locker stop room with the Bears, ben, would ben, you ben, stop? Ben, you got, just let's just Who's hear, the hear me. Who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback next year? I got Who's you. the quarterback? I got you. You ready? All right. Is it going to be Caleb and then Marvin Harrison Jr.? Is that your? Just, just wait. Just wait. Okay. Ready? Okay. They have a they have a solid roster, right? This O line needs a little bit of improvement for sure. That's something you could do a with little. all that. With it's something you could do with with draft capital, all right. I'm confident that you can do some moving around. Um, you, you work on that O line, all right. This rushing attack is not bad. I think Rashawn Johnson is going to be decent. I think Khalil Herbert's solid. It needs that's to not, be better. It needs to be better, of course. But I think some of that's O line, all right. I think I, I think that's I not the biggest need. Um, receiver, listen. You you get what's his name out of there. Uh, you get Claypool out of there. DJ Moore is good. You DJ Moore is great. I would say that DJ Moore is you know, great. Cole Komet is a serviceable tight end, if not more. Uh, and then this defense has some playmakers. It's definitely young and it's definitely unexperienced. Let me say something real quick though. Like you just said, I think the Bears with the first and second overall pick, they can go ahead and draft Caleb Williams. They can draft Marvin Harrison. Now you automatically Junior. have Marvin Harrison Junior, Junior. obviously. 
and Marvin Harrison. Not <laughs> 50-year-old Marvin. Comes out of retirement. Um, <laughs> no, but but you, well, can, you, know who, you can... You know who else would come out of retirement if that were the case? Who, the sheriff? The sheriff. <laughs> Keep that sheriff in the keep him in the holster. <laughs> keep keep the sheriff in the holster. <laughs> um, no, he. Uh, so so I think if they go ahead and they do that, you get not only one of the best quarterbacks we've seen coming out of college. Um, I on, in my opinion, I think he's more touted than than Andrew Luck. I mean, just the amount of hype he's been getting. Um, I think it's I think it's possible, Ben. I I think people I think people. Like the flashiness of Caleb Williams more than Andrew Luck. Well, but I've yeah. never in our lifetime, I've even more than Trevor Lawrence, we've never seen a more for sure will be a great quarterback than Andrew Luck. He was mini John Elway slash Peyton Manning when he was at Stanford. Every like, yeah, there no, was I, no way yeah. that he was going to bust out. There was no chance. So for that reason, I, I would go with Andrew Luck. Yeah. So so I you know he's definitely up there, if not you know. But one of the things here is you, you go ahead, you get that quarterback. Okay. Now you have the receiver to pair with him. What we were just saying before with the Patriots, when we were talking about the Patriots, you you get a number one receiver, a bona fide number one receiver yeah. that can make make or break a quarterback nowadays. Right. You get that. You pair him with a, another great receiver in DJ Moore, and you pair him with Cole Komet. And a decent rush attack. That offense, I'd say, it's a good offense. It I'd is a good it, offense. A, it's a good offense. Now you, now all you do is you work on that defense a little bit. I think that's a team that could make that type of um, Eagles. I guess they're more so uh, comparable to the Bengals jump I that think it would have been. I understand the rationale. More, I think, I, I think, I think more so. Sorry, I think more so than the organization or the the roster wise is the issue. Um, plus, on top of it, I forgot to mention, you could trade Justin Fields for picks, whether it's like high picks well, or not. You could trade him for some picks. It'll be like um, a fourth. But but what I'm th- thinking is the biggest thing here is it's not in the player personnel. It's in the climate and the culture of that organization. If they could solve that, I think the pl- the pieces can fall into place with the way that it's panning out for them. Who do you bring into coach if you do that? I mean – I don't, I saw someone throw out a scenario where they did all that stuff and then they got like they they brought in uh, Harbaugh from Michigan, which like I don't even know if you do it, but like I mean you That'd get Caleb insane. you get Caleb Marvin and 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 Harbaugh like you're you're that would you're be definitely insane. gonna be looking much better. Okay, well enough with the fantasy land, but we'll touch <laughs> on that at another point. Um, this back this Texans Falcons game again. Uh, I, I think we this is very interesting. I know, game. completely. It's so far away. Um, I'm going to go. We'll, we'll blaze through the rest of these. I think that the Texans are going to win this game just because I don't think the Falcons' offense can keep up at the moment. Um, I like what the Texans are doing, man. I uh, I really like it. I think yeah. plus one and a half is Got great. Got a credit to Mika. Yeah, one, one and a half is great. He's my uh, – if I'm not missing anyone, just off the top of my head, he's probably my coach of the year. Um, as of right now, just I think for that's what he's debatable. With, maybe, right? maybe Dan Campbell. Oh, I was gonna say Dan Campbell, and I was gonna say if if the Dolphins get back on track, maybe Mike McDaniel's as well. But yes, a hundred percent. Who do you like in this game? We're gonna go with Houston. They, uh, for some reason or another, one reason or another, they got it going right now, and they're they're in a good rhythm. And I mean, obviously, C.J. Stroud's gonna have that game, like any young quarterback would, where it's like. Welcome to the NFL, young man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I just don't see this opponent being that team that does it to him. I'd be shocked. 
if this is the team that finally does that to them. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Houston. All right, off to this next one. We're looking at Texan or the, sorry, the Titans um, at Indianapolis. They're going to go ahead and play the Colts. Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. 43 is the over-under. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is back from the IR. I don't know. It's not confirmed whether he's playing or not this week just yet, but he is practicing, full participant. I mean, this is a team that looks like they could just ride behind um, Anthony Richardson as long as he stays healthy. And yep. so, like, you know, it definitely intrigues me. I mean, this is a, this is an interesting team right here. Um, this is a game that I can't really, you know, decide on. I think I think I might just take Colts plus two, but it's not a pick that I'm going to lock in, but that's, that's something that I would definitely explore. I'm going to take the Titans in this game. Um, and I think we got to maybe start – not giving them a ton of credit, but what we were saying yeah. earlier in the year was Mike Vrabel's going to win you some games, um, at least seven of them. He's going to get you at least seven wins, and I think this is going to be one of them. So I'm going to take the Titans this week. Uh, Vrabel versus a young quarterback, I think it might be a bit of a Bill in his prime versus a young quarterback. Vrabel reminds me a lot of Bill when Bill was himself. Yeah, I, I mean, Vrabel has been – spectacular since he's taken over so um off to this next game cowboys is maybe well most likely game of the week here uh cowboys are going and playing the 49ers 49ers are home three and a half point favorites 45 is the over under uh you know i think the 49ers win just because i i don't think we've seen seen a team this dominant in in a while Mm -hmm. as this 49ers team I think the 49ers win. I think the Cowboys have some things to address, some issues to address, um, you know, front to back. And I just think the Niners don't. I don't think the Niners have anything. I don't think they have any flaws right now. So, Yeah, and I, uh, I'm sticking with my 49ers go undefeated take from a few weeks ago. They're going to win this one as well. This team is so goddamn good. They have no holes anywhere. None. None whatsoever. It Dallas's defense – Purdy's been so calm and collected throughout his, what, what is it, 13 starts now, some somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. It's not even, I don't think he's going to be rattled at all with Michael Parsons in his face all day. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, I I mean, front to back, like we said, this Niners team is. They're insane. They're Best so team I've good. seen since the 07 Pats, bar They're none, so not good. even close. All right, uh, Eagles going and playing the Rams. Rams are the home team here. Four and a half is the underdog. Um, is the line that the underdog Rams are t- are getting? Fifty and a half is the over under. What do you think about this game? I mean, this is an interesting Rams I team. Think I think this cannot, is interesting. I think this is really interesting. I cannot put my fingers on what this Rams team is because they, they look, look great and they, they look, look great awful. and then they look awful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, they're getting Cooper Cup back. So exactly. I'm going to take the Rams to win this game. I think the Rams are going to win. I Honestly, I, I like that pick. I, I think the Eagles – I like that pick. The Eagles have been doing this, man. I really don't care what their record says. They almost lost to the freaking Commanders. They gave up that touchdown with no time left on the clock last week. Um, gave up that last-minute drive. I don't care about the record. I'm a big process over results guy. And their process to this point, regardless of the results that they've gotten – has it been good enough? It hasn't. And I think the Rams have been a bit of the flip. Their process, I've been wildly impressed by it. The, the Their quality of play has been so much better. And maybe I'm giving them too much credit in this sense. 
They've been so much better than I thought they were going to be. I think they're going to give, I still don't think they're a playoff team, but they're going to give some really good contending teams, they're going to give them that surprise loss of the year where they're like, oh, shit. At the end of the year, they circle it like, if only we didn't lose to the Rams. And I think that's going to be that kind of situation for the Eagles this week. Yeah, I um, I have to give the Rams credit. And uh, one thing I do want to mention, though, is the Eagles had a bad loss against the Commanders. It looked like it was trend or last year. It looks like it might have been trending that way last week. The Eagles squeak it out. Um, I agree they haven't looked their best. You know, they're not fully functional yet. I'm, I'm kind of worried. Yeah. Are they – because at this point, it's been, what, four weeks now of yeah. them not playing great? Are they just complacent with that and they're just waiting for the playoffs? Is that the game plan now? It's been a month. It's been a month. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good point. I, I don't really know what's what the situation is with them, and I think everyone's been wondering it. But I'm still – I'm not going to back down on my wave here. Um, Big I, Weagles I'm, guy. Yeah, I'm just going to have to ride with the Weagles here. If you want – this is an early candidate for Tipsy Bowl of the week. I'll take Tipsy um, Bowl on this. I'll take Tipsy Bowl. Okay, so Rams, Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. Ben's on the Rams. Well, Benny's um, Bucks are on a bye week, so I can't take them for yeah. Tipsy Bowl this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, next week, next game, Ravens at Steelers. Four and a half points. Steelers are underdogs. 38 is the over-under. I mean, now that we're looking at this, You've got a Steelers team that's been very underwhelming. Matt Canada still has a job, which he, gives me hope that I can become an offensive coordinator soon. Stuff? Yeah, wait. So, yeah. Do you want to explain a little bit? I've apparently, seen... he used his work email to start a burner account on Twitter. And then he was saying, well, like, what's on, Matt man. Canada, like, supposed to do with this offense? Like, blaming people and stuff like that. And apparently, he, like, threw shade at Tomlin on the, on the account or something, which is just <laughs> pathetic. The, like... Like, what, really? Like, we're going to blame Mike Tomlin for the Steelers right now? Yeah. No, you're... Like, really? Like, dude, you're the problem. You're the problem. Oh, my God. You suck. It's it's just, I feel like it's That's like me having explosive diarrhea. And, like, I blame anything other than the amount of Taco Bell I eat. Like, that's... (laughs) Like, you're just not a good (laughs) offensive coordinator. You're just not good. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing what he. Does. I mean, the the running game. The running game is not there. There, there's nothing. Nothing's going right with that. I mean, you think George They're Pickens is going to be That's great? That's another team. Nothing. I really don't think they have much talent outside of T.J. Watt. Like, who is there? Who is there? You're going to give me Pickens? I mean, I. I think there is guy. I mean, like Micah Parsons, I think they are the Sam same Hayward. Thing. But like, if you go on the offensive side, I don't think Najee. I, think, I don't think Najee's the guy. I, I think I, they're I don't... the same thing as the Pats. I think they are identical teams. I think they have no speed. Uh, their O line horrible. Uh, two young quarterbacks that don't quite have the arm and don't have enough of a support system around them. Two legendary coaches who are kind of floundering right now and not performing as well as everyone expects them to year in, year out. I think the Steelers and the Pats are essentially the same thing right now. Except with the Steelers, you swap in TJ Watt for Matt Judon, who's just a better version. Yeah. Well, so Kenny Pickett is on track to start as of right now. What do you think about this game? Steelers are four-point underdogs. Who do you like? And the Steelers are home in this one. Gonna take the Ravens to cover. Um, I really like the, okay. what the Ravens are doing. Uh, ever since we 
talked about Lamar a couple of weeks ago. He's been on it, and he's been moving all around the field, and he looks yeah. like Lamar again. One thing I wanted to say, I was thinking this. I was thinking of you when we were when I was watching the games. Do you think that his receivers being hurt are helping him in a way? Because now he's back to being himself. He's not looking for different reads. He's not looking for different receivers. It's kind of like, is Andrews there? No, he's not. I'm going to run. He's going back to his play style. Do you think that continues when he gets everyone back? I think what it is, and, and, and I agree that this is a good thing, I think that they're finding out that they can still win and play great offensively, mm-hmm. or at least enough, do enough offensively without putting Lamar's body at risk as much. And so they're doing that. So it's not used to what we are seeing from a, a Lamar-led team. So that's why we think there's something off. But what it really is, is it's showing that they're versatile enough yeah, to have maybe. a functional offense without Lamar running. And I'd be interested to see in hopefully a, a week coming up, maybe it's this week if TJ Watt's getting some pressure, I'd love to see push comes to shove, Lamar goes back to running. If they could show that they could do both of those things at the same time, this is a Super Bowl contender, you know? I agree. Um, I agree. And, uh, I agree. And, and, I mean, after that, now I'm all fired up. I'm, I'm going Ravens as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. I, I like the Ravens a lot this yeah. year. Um. Okay. Next week or next game here, we've got a uh, final one that we're going to talk about here. Bengals are at Arizona playing the Cardinals. Three points. Does that mean snooze fest? Awful game. Awful game. That means snooze fest? <laughs> that was a mix between a snooze and a shit. <laughs> uh, three, point, three point dogs are the Cardinals. 44 and a half is the line. I mean, Bengals and Burrow cannot do anything offensively. No. Cannot do anything offensively. No. Honestly, the Cardinals have looked very impressive. Very impressive. For what we thought. For what we've thought. Who drove? Who took a bus? <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> they they look I they just talk- made a I, do I just give- made I just made a snoring shit noise into <laughs> a microphone and I am a better human being than that guy. Well that's telling well the one thing I do want to mention here is Josh Dobbs has looked impressive at at points this season. Sure, I'll give him I, credit. I got to give him credit. Yeah, I got to give him credit, man. I mean, good for him. Also, he I will just say, got there. Too. Hollywood Brown somehow grew hands over the summer. Like, good for him. I didn't know he had those. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I in in all honesty and no joking, the Cardinals have impressed me. They've been a lot better than I thought. Yeah, um, should we just... I'm going to take the Cardinals to win this I was about to say. (laughs) I'm going to take the Cardinals to win. I think Burrow... Why is he still playing? Aiden, correct or incorrect, everything I said would happen if the Bengals played Burrow last week happened. Yeah, no... Everything happened. And on top of that, two things with that. Burrow came out and said that that this week was the best he's felt coming off of a game all season, which is interesting. Uh, And the second thing there is... He said that it's a must-win game. So uh, now, yeah, yeah now no you put, shit, Joe. Yeah, but, but also he puts – by saying that, you put more pressure on the fact that like – If I'm you lose. This, yeah, exactly. Like sh- shit has fell apart. If you if they lose, I don't think it's out of the possibility and, and he maybe you know isn't feeling the best with that with that, uh, um, with that calf. I think it's very possible that you know he goes on IR for 
you know, what, an eight-week, eight, four-week period, whatever it is, um, just to give him some time. I mean, it's definitely I, possible. I think they should be sitting him already. If it wasn't the Cardinals that they were playing and they didn't think that they would win the game, I don't think he'd be playing. Say it was the Chiefs, I don't think he'd play. I really don't. Okay, we need a temperature in the room game of the week. What game do you think is going to be the most physical, most heated? Um, I'll give you one. I just have a feeling it's going to be Titans at Colts. I think those two teams in division, I think the Colts and the Titans are two similar teams that, um, you know, you don't really know what to think. One's overperforming. One is overperforming for what we think they could be. Uh, I think it's going to get physical, but it'll be a fun one to watch. What do you think? I'm going to go Raven Steelers. I'm going to go Raven Steelers. One of the most iconic rivalries you're of right. the last 20 years or so. You're right. <laughs> um, kind of known for no, being as no, physical as it is. You're right. I, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's, that's, that is temperature um, in the room pick If of the you week. want me to do another one, I can do another one. I just have to think real quick. No, no, I, no, no, no. I do like that one. Let's, okay. We're going to do one a week. We're going to both agree okay. on it. That's the one. Okay. Um, good point, though. Good one. All right. Well, thanks for watching, guys. NFL Week 5 on the horizon. About to start. Thursday Night Football is about to kick off right where we are. Uh, thanks for watching and uh, Thrive Fantasy, man. Get see in ya. there. Get in we'll there. We'll see you. You know what? I hope we see them on Thrive Fantasy. I hope we run into each other there. Well, yeah. DM us. Exactly. Yeah. DM us. Let's we'll just, talk. Let's hang out. Let, let's, let's, let's chat each let's other. Let's hang on, out. On Thrive. On Snapface. The Bill Belichick Snapface. Let's hang out. Snapface. Let's talk. Yeah. Tell me your story. Let's talk about it. All right, guys. We'll see you. See you.